This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The weekend wasn't all bad. Yeah, Nebraska lost in a heartbreaker. That always happens. Uh, but Minnesota, the Vikings beat the Packers, so that was good. The evil empire went down. And Creighton, <laughs> another evil empire went down as well uh, to Colorado State yesterday. Colorado State uh, made 23s. Oh, my 20 goodness. In a 95-81 victory over Colorado in the Paradise Jam semifinals. Colorado State's actually good. They're 5-0, and and that's the first loss for Creighton uh, so far on the season. So are we, are we, Tim Miles isn't there anymore. He's at San Jose State. <laughs> no. But his former assistant, is it Nico Medved? Is yeah. There? Yeah. Uh, so he's there. Uh, so apparently that's a good gig. Uh, I don't know. Tim Miles had it going there at Colorado State. I'm interested to see what he could do at San Diego State. Let's switch, talk a little uh, volleyball, and welcome in Tanya Taki, former Husker volleyball great. Uh, hi. How are you, Tanya? I'm good. Good. Were you there Friday night for senior night? I was there. Yeah. How, it, was, how, it was exciting. How, how emotional was it? I mean, I think the, the, the weird part about it, I mean, is that Lauren Stiverns is there for six years. And so, like, I think that was probably the emotionist, like, most emotional part. But, I mean, the other seniors besides Sun get to choose if they want to come back again. So it's kind of like, are you guys staying? Are you guys going? So it was actually yeah. kind of a weird senior night when it comes to you know that aspect of it yeah uh john cook said that he saw the best set that they played maybe in 20 years uh what did he like so much about that first set win in the sweep over penn state right like you know everybody's talking about oh my gosh did you see the second set i was like oh my gosh did you see the first set like i turned to my fiance and i was like they did not make an error like i would like to see the hitting percentage percentage Mm. in set one because in set one, I don't. I think maybe Lexi Sun hit one wide, but I can't remember very many hitting errors in set one. And we just, we were just on it, and we were serving so tough that they couldn't set the middle, and we were hitting in bounds. And then all of a sudden, the second set comes around, and we're hitting out of bounds. We're hitting into the net. You know, we missed Lauren Stiverns on a slide, which never happens. Krause hit a couple out of bounds. Sun hit a couple out of bounds, and, and everybody's talking about how great the second set was. And I was like, man, we played like crap the first second set. <laughs> yeah. But it was just a great comeback, and, you know, to be able to come back against Penn State, you know, that was exciting. So, uh, Former Husker volleyball star Tanya Taki runs Nebraska 1 uh, currently, uh, but you mentioned the second set. Uh, it was great in that you almost never see a team down 22-15 to 15 come back, and Nebraska scores 10 of the final 11 uh, points in that second set. What was different uh, during that run for Nebraska to take the second set? I mean, honestly, Whitney, Whitney Lowenstein checked in. Like, yeah. that was the difference. She yeah. came in, fired up, hit like three just smash kills, and everybody's like, okay, we can do this now. Yeah. And she just lit a fire, and, and they went. I think part of that was that, you know, they were down so far that the serving just kind of was 
they took it up a notch. Like, well, it doesn't matter. We might lose this set. Let's just see what I can do with this serve. And I felt like they served really tough. And Whitney Lowenstein came in and got some key kills there towards the end. Well, you mentioned Lowenstein, but it's been uh, uh, at times Krause. It's been, uh, of course, uh, a resurgence of Lexi's son. Uh, Nebraska is playing pretty good volleyball. Why is that right now that they're playing, it seems like, among their best volleyball? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to put it all on Sun, but I feel like Sun kind of took this year to, you know, like it's nobody's ever had to do this before. You know, you come back for your fifth senior year, mm-hmm. you have this NIL stuff. I mean, it can be so distracting. Yeah. So I just felt like she wasn't, like, pushing all of what she could into volleyball. And just from my perspective, I have no inside scoop on her. Um, just am I, am I going to put all of what I got into this or am I here to just, you know, Mm. raise the amount of Twitter followers I have type of thing. And so I think towards looking at the end, she's like, okay, if I'm going to make an impact, I got to go now. And I think she's just kind of changed to be a little more focused and, you know, it wasn't going to be an easy ride for her. And, uh, she's taken advantage of her opportunity to get back in the game. You watch a lot of volleyball. Uh, it seems like there's, you know, three, four, five teams, maybe in this very league that could win a national championship. How many in the country do you think could win a national title this year? You know, I mean, we're talking about the super teams. Um, you know, I just happen to be, uh, my Twitter feed is only volleyball. Like I just clicked that. Yeah. And so I get all the volleyball feeds. Yeah. And I was noticing that Baylor had like 11 seniors or something uh-huh. crazy. Maybe it was seven. But um, when you have teams that are having these super teams come back where you have double the amount of seniors on your team, you know, I think, Louisville's having one of those kind of years. Baylor's mm-hmm. having one of those kind of years. So, I mean, and then you always have the Big Ten teams that you never know who's going to win uh, mm-hmm. a game. You know, you could have Purdue light it up and, and make it all the way to the end. You could have Ohio State light it up, Wisconsin. So who knows what's going to happen at the end of the Big Ten to, you know, fuel who's going to make it to the end. But a lot of it's just the matchups that you get. How many times are you home, you know, and and see what happens. So I would say – you know, I, I think Louisville's having one of those years that, you know, you only can dream about. And uh, Coach Pettit calls it, like, the worst thing that could ever happen to a coach uh-huh. because then your expectations go to that level. Uh-huh. Um, so I would like to see them make it to the championship game and see what they're capable of. Um, Texas is always great. And uh, Penn State's got – and Stanford have almost all of the national championships uh-huh. combined. So we'll see. Uh, this weekend's going to be tough. You've got, uh, you know, third-ranked Wisconsin, I think, uh, Purdue's are the top six uh, in the nation, both on the road. How difficult is it going to be for Nebraska this weekend? You know, I think it just really comes down to how focused and how aggressive are we going to be able to go and stay in bounds. You know, how how aggressive can we serve and keep the ball in play? How aggressive can we hit and keep the ball in play? And we really control our destiny. If we can knock off Wisconsin, then the worst we can finish is tied for first in the Big Ten, I believe. I don't have it all worked no. out, but it, it, it's in my head <laughs> that Wisconsin and Nebraska are tied right now. Yeah. And if Nebraska beats Wisconsin and then loses to Purdue, we would be even again. And then we would have split matches, so I think it's a tie. With this young but if team. we lose to Wisconsin, we're done. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fun, of course. Wisconsin, uh, I think, swept Nebraska in the last match here at uh, PBA, but now on the road, sometimes uh, less distraction. It, it should be fun this weekend. Uh, thanks for the time, Tanya. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, what's going on? I should mention this. What's going on at Nebraska 1? You know, we are going to be off for Thanksgiving and give everybody a chance to be with family and uh, watch that cheer for that Wisconsin, you know, Nebraska-Wisconsin mm-hmm. game. 
And then our club season is in full swing starting right after we have preseason practices and we're getting everybody geared up for January to April club season. Um, there you go. Uh, Tanya Taki, former, uh, former Husker volleyball. Great. Thanks for the time. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, she's fun. Uh, she loves volleyball and uh, we do too. Uh, where they've come from, you know, those losses to you know, teams like Stanford and Louisville was the other one, Utah. Uh, right in that mix, they lost three non-conference matches in a row, which had never happened, or at least hadn't happened in modern history of Husker volleyball. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, and now to be where they are, 15-3 and three in a tie for the Big Ten lead. I mean, they could go to Madison and, and, as Tanya said, at least share the Big Ten title. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be awesome. Wisconsin poses quite the threat there, but they I mean they've uh, lost a few games too in the Big Ten, so they're not unbeatable. And and, and you know it's just it's just fascinating because you know Nebraska's uh, been right up there with the, you know the five six teams, whatever yeah. it is, five teams in the top yeah. twenty five mostly uh, most of the year in the top fifteen, and to be able to be the best among them again again it's it's just fascinating to run through the Big Ten volleyball season and. Sometimes can be more impressive than if you win that regular season. Can be more impressive than anything you do in a tournament. But of course, we all focus on the tournament. But it'll it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out, and maybe they can get the upset victory in the conference crown. I think it would be awesome if they did. Uh, we talked about the fight last night, and it wasn't really a fight. I don't, would you describe it as a fight? No. Uh, Isaiah Stewart and LeBron James were going up for a rebound. And LeBron, uh, whose hand was, it looked like his hand was being held by Isaiah Stewart, a center for the Detroit Pistons. And LeBron didn't like that uh, and gave maybe an extra shove with the elbow and hits Isaiah Stewart in the eye. And blood is gushing down the, very quickly, down the face of Isaiah Stewart. And once he gets a taste of his blood, this, this is just what I thought watching it. Like, he became very angry, realizing that he's really hurt. And he needed five stitches, ultimately. And uh, it looked like a couple of different times Pistons players had him calm down, and then he would rear up again. I mean, he would, I haven't seen anything like, quite like that in the NBA for a while. 
He was really mad at LeBron, who didn't seem to have vicious intent. It was a vicious shot yeah. by LeBron, and they were both ejected. Uh, but it didn't look like it was anything that was on purpose. Well, I think he was trying to shrug him off him and probably trying to swat kind of at his uh, chest or whatever, but uh, it definitely <laughs> landed uh, a pretty tough one uh, to his face. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of interesting, too, just because you know – you know, when you go into a game against LeBron, it's got to yeah. be quite a big feeling, especially yeah. for a young guy like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, just kind of scrape, you know, scrap with him and all that stuff. Yeah. When you get to the point that this is LeBron that yeah. I want to fight right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it sounded uh, yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stewart and LeBron. Stewart is hot. And everybody's coming out now. Now, this is ridiculous. Yeah, he must have caught an elbow or something, but... Oh, yeah, he's he's got a lot of blood streaming from the side of the eye. Look, here goes Stewart! <laughs> Stay in your seat! All is well! Uh, so that's kind of how... It, I mean, Stewart just did Everybody else was fairly calm, although... Russell Westbrook did get end up getting a T and he goes it was interesting they were watching I was watching the presser afterwards and Russell is sitting there and he goes I got a T seriously <laughs> did I? He's like, he's like, he goes, I got what did I get a T for what did I do yeah and they go well you apparently instigated something well, I didn't instigate it <laughs> really I got a T if there's trouble it's probably Russell's that, in the, mo- that's in the middle what, of it somewhere and that's actually what Russell said oh well, it's Russell yeah I'm Russell so th- of course I got a T even though I didn't even know that I got a T I didn't even think till I heard that that that, that probably was at the palace right that's the from uh, where the old malice, malice at the, the palace. palace was so where else are you what, do it? yeah what you the uh, radio or the uh, the PA guy going, uh, hey hold on uh, everybody <laughs> not again I mean if you're gonna guess where that would happen and it would be, you know, mostly with the fan bases, like uh, either Philadelphia yeah. or, you know, someplace like Detroit. Yep. <laughs> uh, you just got to, you know, trouble follows you at some point. Um, but LeBron didn't look malicious. I didn't think LeBron was malicious at all in that particular. Did point. you watch any of the, the fight as far as boxing goes or did you? No, pay I, I, saw, to I saw the highlights of the fight. Yeah. I don't pay for them. Right. Do you? you didn't go to a bar? No, I no, didn't either. I, I, I occasionally, if a buddy buys a, you know, about, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, and everybody chips in a little money and that type of thing. Yeah. And gather. Um, Bud Crawford, I will say this: when he fought at PBA a few years ago, yeah. uh, that guy was highly entertaining. I mean, there's very Ali. Obviously, I would have paid anything to see Ali. Uh, but Crawford can fight, and he's so quick. Uh, and Porter, I mean. His dad, it was interesting. He retired right after the match. His dad said, well, you didn't prepare. Why did you lose it? Well, he wasn't prepared. I mean, he's like, <laughs> his son is right there. Because they threw in the white towel. Yeah, he threw in the white towel. And his, I think his son was mad uh, that he had done that. Uh, but he explained it. He said, yeah, I, I just think he was ready for this guy. This guy's really, really good. And we didn't prepare, even though his body looked like it was ripped. Yeah. I mean, it looked like it was really good. But his dad didn't think that he was prepared. And uh, when he got hit hard... He threw in the towel. Um, but Bud Crawford, Crawford is is a stud. Yeah. Is an absolute stud. I really like watching him. And you did mention that. that They need to bring him back to PBA. That was awesome. That was like a Husker um, home game. It, like everybody, the, the you know, there wasn't a seat in the building basically yeah. that was available. I'd love to do that again. And, and we've talked for a long time, too, about maybe getting him a more, um, Memorial Stadium fight. If you could get 
the type of opponent yeah. that could draw that big of a crowd. That'd be hard to find. And that's partially why, you know, I'm not a huge boxing guy. So it, you really have to have a big name yeah. if you're going to draw me in. What's the narrative uh, back to the LeBron Stewart fight? There seems to be a narrative out there with some people like this, uh, 464-5685. You're nuts, Tom. Uh, Watch the replay. He hit the guy with a closed fist. Completely intentional. He intentionally hit him. (laughs) He did. But he didn't, like, intentionally hit him in the face, I don't think. He was trying to shrug him off. Uh, and kind of took a swing. But. LeBron gets that more than anybody, though. I mean, you have people that will not defend him no matter what, and there are people that will defend him no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't see anything dirty. I, I Maybe he, you guys did. I didn't see anything that looked dirty to me. Well, and he immediately, once he realized that he connected with his face, was, uh, like, apologetic, and you could, you could um, tell he seemed sorry. It wasn't, you know, if you <laughs> flat-out punch a guy and make him bleed – you know, you're usually still heated. Like, right away, LeBron was just, like, sorry. Um, and he he was not instigating, for, for what it's worth. Uh, once Stewart was running around, he was just kind of in the background, not yeah. trying to get to Stewart or do anything of that. Yeah. So uh, I don't think he necessarily meant to hit him as hard or at least where he did. Um, Nebraska basketball back in action tomorrow against uh, Tennessee State. Uh, another one of those one-day turnarounds because they're required to take a day off. I think they prep today and take tomorrow off. Is uh, I, I don't know how they're today. They prep yesterday and took today off. I don't know how. They better not take tomorrow off. There's a game. Well, there's <laughs> tomorrow's practice. But you know, yeah, obviously there's a game tomorrow. But I meant practice wise. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works. But he said it, it's another one day prep turnaround type thing. Uh, Nebraska has several of those. It feels weird because you have all these games bunched within a week and a half, and then if you look at the schedule, like over the holidays, there's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's nothing going on when we could really use some Husker hoops. Why are they letting these kids go enjoy that's, it with right. their families? That's ridiculous. I, I don't think that should happen. The kids <laughs> don't they know it's about my entertainment? Don't they? Don't they understand? Aren't they playing on Christmas or close uh, to? They Christmas? are. They are. Uh, which is, but the, it's uh, now that you brought it up, I, I just uh, thought if you could now turn to the uh, manual that I handed out before the show about Nebraska's schedule, uh, it. Let's see. You've got Tennessee State. Then you've got on Saturday, tomorrow, Tennessee State. Then you've got uh, South Dakota on Saturday. Um, Let's see. In December, as you were mentioning, Bach, you have December 1st, you have North Carolina State. So that's a wait after on Saturday, a little bit. Um, And you've got Indiana December 4th. You're right into the schedule uh, against Michigan December 7th. So there's a big break in there, a fairly big break. Yeah, and they don't play on Christmas this year. I think that was last year that they um, did. Or a couple of years ago, it seems. Yeah, December 19th they play. December 22nd they play Kennesaw State. Yeah, they don't play on Christmas this year. But they have in the past. Yeah. They have in the past. I remember uh, John Baylor got to go to Hawaii, I think, for a Christmas game one year. And I wanted to go, and but he got the gig. <laughs> um, uh, but I wasn't calling basketball, and he was. So, yeah. you know, that's the natural thing that happened there. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with uh, the pregame. We'll bring in Nick. We'll bring Enrico, and we'll talk to them, and it'll be great. It's coming up next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? 
And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.